Um, hello, everyone. Welcome back to first season finale. We are recording a summer special, a couple of summer special episodes. And to my left, I have Erica and then Adam on the other end of the couch. Um, how's it going? Great. Good. Uh, we're in a new location. Yeah, a lot of things have happened since we last talked to our listeners. Do you guys want to do updates, personal life updates? and? Sure. Erica had a birthday party, and we went to her sister's house. <laughs> it was amazing. That was, that was a highlight for sure. Erica? That was it. Yeah, <laughs> summed it up. There's some microphones now in a new part of Brooklyn. Yeah, so uh, we are... Some things happen in our podcasting life. We, uh, we, you may have noticed, we got on the first front page of iTunes podcast, which was surprising and weird. Did you notice? <laughs> we noticed. Yeah, I got a text message about it. Yeah, and so we that got the jazz back into it. That got us jazzed up about recording a couple episodes. So we found some time, and here we are hoping to take advantage of this wave of uh, interest in our podcast. Why not? Strike, <laughs> strike while the iron's hot, I believe was your uh, theory. Yeah, weather report, it, it's a little cooler, but it's been hot. It's summertime. Yeah. We are, uh, we're just past the solstice. Yeah. Yeah. I guess June? That be June? We're at the end of June. We're at the end of June. Okay, so... The first half of the year is over. Thank God. <laughs> so you quit your job. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't know if we're, we were going to go there, but okay. Yeah, I did. I quit my job. Um, I have a, a part-time job, and I start my full-time job. Um, and Adam, are you thinking about quitting your job? Oh, uh, very soon. I'm, I'm at my wit's end with these people, so yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do it throughout the the summer and get into fall, and then uh, jump ship. Okay. Are you trying to leverage uh, the the moment you quit or something? Well, right now it's mostly to do with like dealing with my father who's sick. So mm. it's like with this job, I know that they'll give me all the time I want, and I want like and so like. When that's all done with it, then I can go find a job. It'll be a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good plan. Yeah, so. <laughs> so just use them and then uh, jump it. I Yeah, I mean, they're using you, right? It, that's, yes, they are. And it is, it's not getting better. And it's, it's only getting worse. And this is, like, really depressing to talk about. But it's just, like, the stupidest thing you could be doing with your life. So. Yeah. But I did get to go to Moscow, which was awesome. So. Yeah, do you want to tell us a Moscow story? There's not really much to say. Um, oh, that's right. We, we yeah, hung out, you like, told me. Like, yeah. you were just working all day. We were just working all day, but, it, you know, it was, I wouldn't go there on vacation. But I was happy to go and work. It was a great place to work. Nice place to visit. That's about it. Very quiet. Really? Yeah. I found it very quiet. It was odd. It's not really the, the, the popular imagination of Russia that we have, which for me is like road cam videos of... People getting like walking into traffic, or I well, we were there maybe 
Okay, we got out of the airport. Five minutes later, I saw a traffic accident that I've never, like, oh, it was nuts. Wow. <laughs> like, were there cows on the ground? No, but it was like a, a, a van that was just totally ripped apart and, like, you know, another car flipped over. And, Jesus. And, and everyone was standing up and okay and kind of, like, going yeah. through it. It was so bizarre. Like, they see, they seem to have uh, this hold on life that, that is so remarkable where, like, you, people like walk away from wrecks of things in these videos that I've seen online that you're just like, and but maybe everything is built really crappily there, so it maybe seems like it's really high speed, but it's not. Well, I don't know. All these, all the cars are foreign cars, so oh. unless they're building them shitty for the Russian market, <laughs> which would be like really nasty to do. The, the weird thing is like the Cold War. Yeah, getting into a cab over there, all the, the like. So, like, we had a guy pick us up at the airport. It was a regular taxi. And first thing he does is put on his seatbelt. And, like, here in New York, they, they never wear their seatbelt. Oh. You know? That's good. So, I was like, oh. You don't wear a seatbelt? In a taxi. You don't? No. I oh, do. I do. What? Yeah, I don't trust taxi drivers. I'm a wuss. I don't <laughs> get in taxis. And if I do, it's a lot of seatbelt and precautions. Yeah. Well, I'm going to start doing it. Yeah, please do. Please do. You know when a Russian is putting on a seatbelt, you are way out there. Oh, yeah. Like when the, you're, like, not putting your seatbelt on. Well, that was the thing. Like, he put his seatbelt on, and I just looked at my coworker and I was like, okay. And I put mine on. I was like, that's how it rolls here. Yeah, it is. Peer pressure does play a lot into it. I've been around people who are like, you know, you don't know when the moment is going to be. And even slow speed things can do stuff. Yeah. Right? I don't know. So today's show, we're watching Ellen. Yes. Uh, today is a special day uh, to watch Ellen, right? Erica, mm-hmm. do you want to tell us about what today is? Well, I just came from the Pride Parade in the West Village. It's Pride Weekend. So we're So if there's something you're proud about, be extra proud today. Yeah. Especially one thing. Right. Wearing a seatbelt in a taxi. I'm very proud of that. <laughs> uh how was the Pride Parade today? It was mellow. Actually, I don't think I've gone to the New York one. I've gone to the San Francisco one when I lived there, and that was always really wild. It's party. Yeah. And this wasn't very party. It was kind of cool. I was there with my mom, too, of all people, like this old lady who could barely stand. And um, it was it was exciting. The reasons to celebrate. Supreme Court. Breaking news. Marriage is gay now. It's it's great. <laughs> is that the is that the hashtag? <laughs> Marriage is this, gay now. A friend of mine is an artist. He he made a lot of buttons oh. with that. So I'm promoting them. Um, it, it has been really rainy. We were in the city yesterday, and um, definitely a lot of revelers. The sort of hang, you know, people who like to bring the party to the gay pride parade were seem a little. Uh, caught out in the rain and it was like cold rain too it was like a miserable day yesterday so yesterday sucked, yeah. that might have taken some oomph out of a triumphant gay pride thing well the i don't know it's so it's weird because i was at um the gay pride parade the year that new york new york state legalized gay marriage and you know everyone was psyched and it was a lot of energy but you know the weather was better but i i don't there's something you know, like when you have something you're fighting for, and then you get it, there's there's that weird moment of transition because like you've been geared towards this one thing, one thing, one thing. And all of a sudden you have it, and you're like, oh fuck, now what? We got the thing. 
So I think it's a, it's a definitely a happy day. It's a long time coming, but I also think you know you you step back and you have that moment of like I'm now standing in a different spot. Like yeah. I don't know, it's I'm not a, comfortable. A satisfied feeling that has maybe less energy. I didn't feel like there was much energy in the right. I mean, because this is, isn't something like where people are going to run around and be like in your face. You lose, I win. You know, it's just like oh, thank you, I have my yeah, rights now. Great. Yeah, recognized. I'll see you later. Yeah, there wasn't much surprise. To me, at least, that the Supreme Court legalized it. It was a close decision, but it seemed like a foregone conclusion. I could not believe how close it was. It's yeah. like, really, well, what guys? What do you think this weekend would be if the decision went the other way? Yeah, I just don't know if that was a real possibility. Mm-hmm. It seemed like uh, the Supreme Court had said it a couple of times, like leading up to this, that um, it was wavering that way. And... Uh, purposefully chose to like take all the you know they decide sort of what cases they take on and how they're going to rule on it so when they said they're going to look at marriage nationally it seemed like they were setting up to just finish the yeah get it done but i wonder like does scalia and uh thomas and the other two elite do they they say what they said just so that they can sleep at night or like their wives won't give them a hard time because like i don't understand why they give two shits yeah that part i guess is the big headline the the level of their dissent and how angry and upset especially scalia was and how comical some of his arguments were um that was a pretty shocking um but he's turned into a clown uh Scalia has so maybe this is he's he's like the Donald Trump of you know of uh, Republic, who, who like, was going to set thinking. himself on fire is that oh jeez really yeah someone said if it passed he was going to set himself on fire who Donald Trump <laughs> <laughs> why even say something like that because like that's Obviously, just or like the the, like the the idea of him even giving a fuck about it mm-hmm. like why like yeah. what how does that affect your business? Yeah. How does that affect anything you do, you rich person with bad hair? Like, yeah. How does it affect you? I don't think well, it was Donald Trump. No, no, personally, no. But like the, the voters, they want to cater to, right? Like, right. Don, well, I mean, Donald Trump, I don't even think he's running for office. I think he's just like getting hype for the new season of Celebrity Apprentice, you know? Yeah. Um, like, you know it's like Huckabee and all those ding-dongs. You're like, this, <laughs> like, guys, put it to bed, right? Yeah. Let's talk about something else. Yeah, no, seriously. Uh, but it's a good distraction. I mean, they this this stuff means that they don't have to talk about you those know, nine people that got shot to death. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Exactly. Like, like that, or that. <laughs> it, I'm sure they even prefer to talk about the con- con- uh, Confederate flag over guns. I mean, yeah. the you know great thing we got the flag down, but nothing's going to happen with gun control, which is you know a much seems like a much bigger problem. So. In some ways, like those people kind of win again. <laughs> sure, we'll give you the flag, whatever. Uh, All you, you want have. is my flag? Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but uh, let's get back on track. Uh, Ellen and what did it mean? I don't really, Ellen's not really part of my consciousness of pop culture. I watched this show growing up. I like the show a lot. What, what was Ellen all about? Now I don't. She, I think it was just a regular show, but she was one of the first, like, just openly gay women with a show. And so that was what a big deal. It didn't deal with gay rights on the show. Yeah, because that's what makes her such a crossover star is 
her gayness isn't very threatening. It's very friendly and, and welcoming, right? Yes, but was, the controversy was that there were shows with straight people playing gay parts mm. that supposedly were trying to make a difference when or getting recognition for that. Yeah. And it was doing it in a very, uh, you know, in a way that wasn't, that's not what Ellen was trying to, she's like, I'm, you know, I'm gay. I have a show. What, uh, I have a show. What category does Will and Grace fall into? Is that a straight character playing So, game? in my opinion, Will and Grace is a bad show. And what? it's making fun of... It's really funny, it's, though. It's making jokes about being gay. Because there, there's the sort of closeted gay guy, and there's the more out-there, effeminate, charismatic gay guy, right? Who's well, always sort of prodding him. straight men. Oh, so okay. I think that that's a problem. A, that's a problem. Not a huge problem, but yeah, that could be a problem depending on how you... It's a statement about, like, aren't these people funny? Yeah. Because they're so flamboyant. Yeah. Kind of thing. Uh, saying that, though, like... But, but, I mean, the interesting thing is, okay, straight people playing gay people. I mean, no one complains about, in the Big Bang Theory, like... <laughs> Like two people who aren't I com- geniuses. I, com- I, complain. I complain about the Big Bang Theory. That show is awful. No, but I'm Adam, that, please don't watch that show. I, but I'm saying people don't complain that like morons yeah. who are no, so playing geniuses well, aren't actually geniuses. What they were complaining geniuses. about is that it was people were getting behind the show for like as an activist show, while Ellen was just making a show that was just also starring a gay person not making the same statement about gayness but starring a gay person that probably has more like is a little bit more in the direction of where instead of making a point of it you know right yeah okay yeah Yeah, no that makes a lot of sense to me um if yeah then that's why you trust a a gay person playing that character because the hope is that they're going to be more authentic to what it is in real life um which is the which is you know which is not clear when when someone from another culture is like you know putting on uh, the costumes of one other culture they're gonna maybe be a little uh, uh, detrimental but um, I, I don't yeah so to, let's talk about Ellen a little bit um, she she now has this daytime talk show which seems very popular I see clips on it online um, she has her like dressing style which is sort of very like relaxed and she has she's a lot of guests to, or she was oh, yeah. I don't know if she's still married to the sister from Arrested Development yes that's right uh, Porsche or something mm-hmm. I forget yeah, really? I'm not I'm not up on my Tobias's Tobias's still... sister no Tobias Tobias you got it the uh, the maybe's uh, mom maybe yeah, maybe's mom <laughs> Oh, Tobias. And... <laughs> Fuke. <laughs> yeah, they got married when California had it, had okay. marriage legal. And they were in the in the forefront with that. But then California revoked that. Yeah. And then legalized it again. Mm-hmm. But now, it doesn't matter, because Supreme Court, across the board. Yeah. If you've ever been married... Well, I mean, it stands. Right? Uh, I don't know. Tell me. Yeah, how this works. who cares? Uh, <laughs> let's talk about Ellen. Though. What 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 defines Ellen? What what makes Ellen so successful? She reminds me a little bit of a lesbian version of who's the guy from that's Cle- from Cleveland, and he had the Cleveland show. Drew Carey. Drew Carey. They were she, on the same night on the same station on ABC Wednesday. Yeah, nights. Family I didn't Night. Watch them. Yeah. It was 
They were the Drew Carey Friday show. night. Friday nights on ABC, right? Wasn't that the thing? No, Wednesday night. Wednesday it's night. TGIF. They weren't on TGIF. They weren't on TGIF. That so was okay. that was major leagues. <laughs> that was Full House, baby. Yeah. And dinosaurs. You don't just <laughs> you don't just walk on a show from Cleveland to walk on Friday nights. No, dinosaurs does not sound like uh, the A team. I have I grew up on dinosaurs. That show sucks. That's so terrible. So <laughs> Who's the daddy right now? The catch not, not the mama. Yeah, yeah. not the not the mama. breaking the stupid thing. Oh, speaking of which, uh, I saw Jurassic World yesterday. And? This is terrible. terrible. Yep. But Why do they really keep making these theme parks? In it, and all I'm saying is uh, True Detective should have been casted with maybe this Velociraptor and T-Rex. There's wait, wait. So say that louder and clearly. What? It's okay. luck came out there. So... So Jurassic World. Jurassic World was pretty, pretty bad. However, the dinosaur is really good. Like they had some good dinosaur acting going on. In so you have to get. I heard you have to get past the first forty-five minutes of plot development. What? Which is really bad. I'm a big Jurassic <sighs> Park fan. Yeah. However, um, the dinosaurs were were really good, and I could see them having a spin-off show, <laughs> maybe on HBO where there's noir music. And there's like good dinosaurs and bad that, dinosaurs. No, that's what the movie's about. Oh uh, yeah, that I mean, that's dinosaurs what versus dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah. Because Chris, Chris Pratt, I think, trains, trains the good the Velociraptors, and then, and then a T-Rex wait, wait, wait. comes in. It's, it's so kind was, of awesome with that. Was part. the scene with like the Sea World dinosaur? Um, was that awesome? I, I saw it in IMAX video. It was kind of cool. Because I really wanted to see that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the human actors were terrible, but the dinosaurs did a great job. Yeah, I, that's that's what I keep hearing. I've been listening to a lot of uh, Doug's loves movies, and mm. they keep talking about um, I think Jurassic that, World. I was watching a man, this is awful. But so like the little girl from the first Jurassic Park. Uh-huh. Like so they were interviewing her. And I think she's down in like Brazil or Belize or somewhere. And she can't come back because she's like pregnant. Like she can't fly right now. She's oh, okay. like don't have a kid. But then the whole interview is about how she wants to be up there for it and how she's a painter now. And so they're showing some of her paintings. And they're fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> like, like there's one painting of her from like from Jurassic Park, like she still paints paintings. Oh no! Like Jurassic Park. No. She seemed very sweet. I'm like, congratulations! Like you're having a baby and yeah. awesome. You're in the jungle with your husband. But oh my god, don't call yourself an artist. <laughs> <laughs> For, I like that. This, this is a reminder to our listeners that Adam is an artist, and uh, he has to draw the line somewhere. Got to draw it somewhere. <laughs> but she was great. In that dress, I oh, went back. She, and she was the, the yeah. brother and sister. Yeah, she yeah, was okay, great. Got it, got it. Yeah, um, they were great. So Ellen's yeah. yeah let's let's set it up. Six. The year I was graduating from high school. Okay, I was just coming to this country for the first time. I was starting middle school. Ooh. Wow. Huh. That's yeah. maybe why Ellen spoke to me. This is awkward. I, Hmm. I I think I mean I didn't really watch it because I think you know like you got your license you're driving around there's way more clear things to be doing than watching Ellen so like I didn't really <laughs> I didn't really get to see it and yeah I was you know I was snowboarding back then you know all those really good things you do is that right oh yeah why don't you do that stuff now because uh, I didn't have insurance for the longest time and I I knew I would just like break a arm or a neck or something and owe the world like 50 million dollars okay 
Um, okay, so let's set this up. Uh, this is season one, uh, first season finale of Ellen. Um, it's called a tape. Ellen and her friends make a frantic effort to retrieve a racy videotape that winds up in the wrong hands. Um, any predictions, uh, Adam and Erica? It does not end up in the wrong hands, but it ends up in the right hands. Ooh, like that? Yeah. Uh. The videotape isn't racy. Yeah, it's like like somebody farting on yeah. audibly. <laughs> yeah. Or someone tapes over what they thought would be racy or something. This isn't the train spotting scene where <laughs> he's filmed his girlfriend having sex with him. No. Uh, I think um, it'll be interesting, you know, like VCRs and all that kind of stuff. I think that'll be a nice little nostalgic trip for us to... Uh, Four to, and a half stars. And there won't be any cell phones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So 20 years into our past. Um, we're going to come back and talk to you about that. And um, 20 years. 20 years, Yeah. We've been around Fuck. for a while. <laughs> okay. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Next time you hear from us, we will have watched this episode and can tell you about it. All right, listeners, we are back uh, from the first uh, season finale of Ellen. Um, it's called The Tape. And uh, which uh, one of you two want to do the uh, the honored task of explaining this plot? I'll get it. I'll nail it really quick. So one of the one of Ellen's friends, mm-hmm. Eileen, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. her and her boyfriend make a sex tape. Like all sex tapes, they fall into the wrong hands. <laughs> this one falls into her parents' hands through some shenanigans of recording a video called the Brain Body Connection. That's plot A. Plot A. Okay. And then Ellen is dating a doctor who called her, she thinks, from the toilet. And she found that very disgusting. And now she can't date this person who she was very comfortable with. Yeah. And act two of that, uh, plot B, the second plot, is she goes over to investigate it and sees if it's possible for him to be calling from the bathroom that doesn't seem possible because he only seems to have a, um, a phone on the wall. But then she discovers the cord is so long it, it could reach all the, the way, way to the bathroom. And she doesn't even ask him; she just assumes the worst. Yeah, just Runs assumes the worst. Her car is sophomoric. Mm-hmm. Yeah, does what? Sophomoric? It's sophomoric where she like oh. they're, like they're not they don't act like adults. All right, there's a lot of uh, sophomoric behavior on this episode. Yeah, which was, it was good. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good episode. Uh, what do, uh, Erica, you compared it to Seinfeld. There's a lot of similarities to what goes on on Seinfeld. You want yeah, to talk well, about that? Yeah, well, Ellen is a stand-up comedian. I feel like she's a, she has a lot of the jokes in the show. Like, she's, she's making jokes, much like Seinfeld. Um, there's, 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 it's... Did you just run out of things to say? Yeah. There wasn't a lot. There, no, yeah, there, there, there are, are, no, no, there I is. Like there, Ellen. I think she's funny. I got more. Uh, the the idea that um, it's uh, young 20, 30-somethings in the city living together. Uh, there's the, A lot of the comedy comes from comedy of manners. Like, is it okay to be you know, talking on the phone from the bathroom? That's something Seinfeld would get worked up about. 
Ellen hands it a little bit differently than Seinfeld, whereas Jerry often like has his friend sort of like, you know, take it to this fury level where like, you know, he notices something and then his friends really try to amp him up about it. And then he sees them again and it's impossible. The, uh, her friends sort of like tamp it down a little bit, but she can't right, help yeah. it. Well, I, th- I think it's also, it's funny because uh, we're kind of dealing with two things that are issues now as well. And they're all because of the smartphone where people often call from the bathroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people sex. often take sex photos with their phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is, I guess, a, a, about privacy, right? Yeah. With, before the internet age, like what gets picked up by the communication device and then what you're sharing via the communication device. Yeah. So I, I think we've solved these problems. One is you call from the bathroom. It's fucking fine. And if yeah. he, if the other person doesn't like it, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Well, can I can I pause you for a second? So, what do you do, Adam? Do you call from the bathroom? Sure. Number one, number two. Whatever I'm doing. Do you say anything? No. If there's like a loud plop in the background, do you like? <laughs> do you go? Hey, by the way, I'm on like like people say. Hey, you're on speakerphone. Do you go? Hey, I'm in. I'm number twoing right now. No, no. That's Has not anyone their business. ever? <laughs> it's not their fucking business what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna wonder every time I talk to you on the phone. Which, by the way, people don't call each other yeah, on the phone anyway. So. What I'm saying is like all the Instagram. If we showed this to Ellen right now. I mean, she would text this back from the toilet. You know, it's just something you yes, would do. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a great time to look at your phone, actually. Yeah, it's a great time to look at your phone. It's, yeah. it's, it's that moment. It's that break. So, I, th- I mean, I think we solved that problem. <laughs> she, would, she would just deal with it. It's okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so I, I did, I, when you were talking earlier, Eric, I thought that Ellen was out of the closet the whole time, but in this she, episode, she is uh, a... a what is she? Is she a closeted homosexual, or is she actually uh, playing a heterosexual woman? She's playing a heterosexual woman. And then on the show, she comes out. She comes out in the show. Okay. But as the actress, she was out in Hollywood. already. Already. Oh, that's really interesting. So that's why it was. That's I think what made a difference with it. Mm-hmm. And then in this episode, she was uncomfortable with the guy. Yeah. She had that close friend who they were going to watch the sex tape together, her and that girl. <laughs> right. She brought flowers to the guy. There's a lot of role reversals where, like, yeah. I think people watching this knew that she was out as yeah. a lesbian, watching her be heterosexual in the show, but not being comfortable in that role. Yeah, okay. Well, it was interesting when her and her friend Adam were sitting on the couch watching the brain-body connection. That PBS show that P- wanted to tape. Right. They were sitting and like their legs were touching and like, <laughs> like if I sit on a couch with somebody that I'm not having sex with, I'm like my legs aren't touching them. <laughs> like, so I found so that's that, how we'll know if you're having sex with another person if your legs are touching. Unless unless there's like eight people on the couch and, you're, okay. and you have to be touching. And then you're gonna have to have sex with them later. <laughs> you have to have sex later. It gets yeah. It gets confusing. Yeah. Um, did you guys ever make a sex tape? God no. Oh yeah. 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 What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is the thing. Yeah. I actually I set it up. I hid the camera in a thing. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! And then 
And then <laughs> this person broke up with me after we had sex. Oh, of course, as you should with anyone that hides a camera while you're having That's sex. That's not true. You can hide camera. Come on. And so then I told him, like, oh, great. <laughs> what? And she was what? like, what? Yes. And then we didn't break up. Oh. Wait, what does that mean? I have no idea. It was it it, just long back? ago. It was very confusing to me. Did you Costanza her or did she Costanza you? Or something like What's you the cost- Costanza mean? Where you just refuse to break up? <laughs> oh, I, I kind of refuse to break up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do have some leverage with well, some Well, and, and then we did break up and then years later we got back together again. I, mean, wow. I should have learned so many lessons from this. But so I like she should have learned some lessons too. I'm a lot of fun, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Just, Anyways. Yeah. And one of the, like, like what was it? Conditions on getting back together was I had to, like, destroy the tape. Oh, so that's why she got back together, to, like, get it back. She's a genius. You got played. Yeah. I got played. Good. Good for her. Well. She, she's my sure. hero. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's awesome. I would never let anyone... Do this, or would I engage in this? This kind of stuff. You guys are so free. I, both of us were aware of it while it was being made. Yeah, I would never, never engage in that. <laughs> I, I guess that makes me a prude, or uh, sure, a private person. But yeah, it it makes you who you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that tape got destroyed, and then when we broke up a year later, I was like, why did I destroy that tape? But then it's like, who wants to watch that tape? No one. Yeah, no one. I mean, no. it, it only lives for, like, creeps on the internet. You know, all that stuff. This, yeah, this was sort of before anyone had that sort of internet access. Yeah, but, I mean, all, so, much, so much of the internet is archiving all people's oh, yeah, yeah. old uh, mistakes and whatnot. Um, well, now they're making all those great laws. That, uh, what is it? Revenge porn. Revenge porn. Yeah, and that's actually really cool. People are going away for that, and it's good. Yeah, yeah. And I, uh, speaking of that, speaking of sort of sex tapes and sort of the humiliation of it, uh, this past weekend, Kanye did a very controversial headlining set at Glastonbury, where a bunch of... Because he's the singer. Because, yeah, Kanye West, the singer. Uh, but, you know, a bunch of, like, uptight Brits were like, well, he's not a, you know, he can't be headlining this. There's a big petition and all these, like... Stupid arguments about, you know, he uses drum machines versus all those kind of stuff. But whatever. But the thing that shocked me most was someone, they also take banners to Glastonbury. Someone took a huge banner from the uh, Kim Kardashian sex tape of her giving the guy a blowjob. <laughs> Made a huge one, was flying it at the show. Like, what is wrong with you as a person that you can hate someone so much yeah, that you're you, willing you to go, go to a third party to yeah. get, yeah. To, to humiliate someone oh. like this uh, is just so bizarre to me and so messed up. And whatever objections you have about Kanye, I think you've just shown yourself to be just a terrible human being. Did that sex tape get leaked on purpose? Or was that a, a I think accident? that's one of those fun pop culture debates, right? Chicken or the eggs? Yeah, style. chicken or the eggs yeah. style. Paris. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. How, wait, how is the chicken or the egg? Well, what came first? The well, chicken or the like, egg? Did, yeah, yeah, I get the it. chicken and the egg. How does that relate to the sex tape? What's the before and after on that? Well, it, Did they leak it or did someone leak it for them? Okay, but that's not a chicken and egg argument, but... There is an egg involved. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a chicken involved. And it's the most amazing sex tape you've ever seen. Is it? 
Egg oh, versus chicken? Egg? Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, you mean... <laughs> oh, my gosh. We've lost what, the thread here. What was that stupid... It's not stupid. I, I was just saying stupid. But what's that book where the girl puts an egg in her butt and she breaks it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ignore that question and get us back on track. Um, I like the first part that it's not stupid. I take that back. <laughs> um, so what, can, what, can, what should we say about Ellen? Um... So first season, there were like a lot of things working really well. Uh, I noticed some things that were a little bit weak, but you know that's what I do. Um, what what did you guys really like about? I think the 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 Jerry Seinfeld familiarity felt really nice. A lot of actors that you recognize from other places. Yeah, so that's the, really nice. The dad was definitely on Seinfeld and other things. Oh, the girl yeah. who video who did the sex tape is Janice from Friends. Yeah. Um, I thought that the jokes were kind of funny. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, the original setup for the jokes were really funny. They just seemed to repeat them maybe one one round too many. There was like a lot of uh, spit takes when they would notice the sex tape of them. Like, but <laughs> they're drinking so much soda in this household that they're all going to get diabetes. Um, and they keep and spitting they did some it out. water too. Like, there I was, felt like they were doing clownery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like they're switching the tapes, and this is the part that you hated that they were switching the tapes. Like it's such an easier way. Can I get that tape back? And I asked, "How did you write it?" And you and you gave a good uh, that they'd be watching it and then having the drama there. But it, this was kind of an easy, funny. Like he was shaking around to get the tape out of yeah. his leg like that's like you know classic Charlie Chaplin Buster Keen style yeah like, but you gotta you gotta set it up you could have set it up silliness. a little bit better I think like maybe as seasons go in you know how to write that a little bit it felt like they were they wanted yeah. that well, and they couldn't the like season, yeah. write it to have it happen in a meaningful way I, I think when the the daughter sees her parents sex tape at the end in that spot I think it would have been funny if like all I could think of is like sometimes you see something and, and instead of trying to shut the TV off like you just break it like make it oh, stop yeah <laughs> and then I thought it would be funny if like you want more she, violence well she just like, like knocked it over and, it was, yeah. and then it just had like the fake yeah and, like it doesn't I thought the parents were actually very funny <laughs> they were good their story about because he brought up which I they also so the, you missed the opening sequence Saber did, but the opening sequence is they're all out in the desert and then they're watching TV like on a rock in the desert, which was a strange thing. And then they brought <laughs> Super up. Strange. Then they brought up, did anyone watch last night's Coach, which is a contemporary show, that's which funny. is kind of an yeah. interesting thing to bring up a show like that's on at the same time. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, we don't watch TV very much. We used to watch TV. We was watch movies and then the story that the parents tell about watching the movie it's, is it's very funny so weird hokey it's very funny. strange like okay. them, and dark yeah and dark and so I, I liked that quality like it was mm-hmm. a little it was a little off yeah see I liked it um, cause this show is like very safe like um, mm-hmm. I mean be, you could let anybody watch this show at any age and it's safe. Sex tape, though. Whatever. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, like, you know, they're they're not showing sex. Like, they're they're not even saying the word sex. They never, like sex tape never even came up. You know, it's like it's like all these eye rolls about, hey, there's there's thing that happens. Let's let's say that I buy into your premise that you yeah. can show this. But to I'm anybody. saying you can show it to anyone, and like you can put the five year olds in front of this, and know they're not going to burn the house down. And it's fine. But what I also liked about it was it's it's not. It's not trying to be over the top. It's not trying to like, I don't know, push. It's just, it seemed very real or yeah. like normal, like okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah. So I think that's. It seemed relatable too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think those are sort of bits that that really went that that we like about the '90s, that we like about Friends, that we like about Seinfeld shows, sort of quote unquote about nothing mm-hmm. and about manners and about living as young adults in metropolitan areas and sort of what what's going to define those uh, things. I think that feels really good. And looking at the 80s where there weren't that many comedies and most of the shows weren't even that good, it feels like so much progress and quality of TV to make funny, lighthearted, but not like, you know, antiquated Victorian manner right. uh, stuff. Like, you know, uh, Doolittle and that kind of stuff. Pygmalion kind of stuff. So... Um, I just yeah, feel like they would not have gotten a good camera angle from that dresser. <laughs> okay. You have to set that comment up a little bit. <laughs> the sex tape is filled from a cam corner that is placed on a dresser. That's all. That's all. Just want to go with that. So it's a terrible sex tape. <laughs> so it would be horrible. The angles are wrong. <laughs> yeah, this is, sorry, this is coming from a pro, right? <laughs> oh, man. It was so bad. So bad. Never I, do it. I own him. Kids, I, you have managed to make me uncomfortable do on it. this podcast. <laughs> Wait, things happen. It was years ago. <laughs> Thank God that, that that woman got the tape back from you. The thought of you still having access to it. Well, no scary. one has access. We burnt it. Great. We lit it on fire. That's great. Yeah. You didn't do a double VCR thing? No, no, no. No one did any of that. <laughs> there isn't like I played a 12th straight. generation copy no. of it. It's like super faded. No. Okay. Well, um, yeah, so we liked Ellen, and then she went on to do, it looks like nine, what was it? Maybe nine. Maybe, or I'm thinking of Seinfeld. No, but a bunch I of seasons. Six seasons. And maybe. then she took some time off, or did she go straight to the talk show? She Some took time, time off. off. She, she wrote a really funny book that I loved. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that came out roughly in the 90s, too. And it was just like a memoir. And it was just the first like comedy book I read. Okay. I, Ellen and I have always appreciated like, And in this, she cracked me up, too, with some of her delivery and some of her jokes. Okay. Was like I think she's a solid stand-up comedian. Yeah. No, she's, she's very likable and... And I guess that has what helped her be successful while still being out of the closet. I mean, that's kind of a remarkable thing to be such a cultural force and at the same time be sort of independent in a way that other people aren't able to be. So um, kudos to her. And um, next, I think we're going to do Seinfeld. So I think there'll be a lot of crossover commentary. Hopefully it's not sex tape related because I feel like I can't take any more of that talk. Um, it's uh, just moving images. It doesn't matter. Everything is moving images. An ISIS like snuff video is moving images. Uh, it's just l- wavelengths of light. That's all it is. Okay, on that note, uh, thanks for listening to our uh, part one of our summer special um, with Ellen. And uh, we'll see you guys and next week or whenever you decide to download it um, please give us a like on oh yeah any plugs uh, please give us a like on uh, that would be iTunes and write a review Um, you guys have any projects coming up I will be at a art fair in upstate New York this next weekend do you want to give some dates Um, it's like 4th of July time 
Sorry. <laughs> what the? Uh, I gotta look it up. <laughs> okay. This is sort of. I, I did spring that on you. Yeah, it's uh, uh, upstate somewhere. Erica, uh, do you have any plugs while Adam's doing whatever he's doing? Um, working on a children's book that should be out in the end of August. Oh. Uh, what's it? What's it called? The title. It's about teaspoons. Missing teaspoons. The title oh, this is the still one with your sister. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mostly oh. done. Yeah. I told my dog my biscuits story to somebody, and they loved it. Which one? Oh, it's stupid. Okay, we're going to be upstate at Stagecoach Run Art Festival, Treadwell. Uh huh. Yeah. Treadwell, New York. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys want to plug your uh, Instagrams? I think that's sort of our favorite. Um, thing to use yeah mine's meat mobile mine's tiger row r-o-e mm-hmm. um and my one is genghis khan's with a z i can't believe Z's. that was still available when you got it he's like the most famous person in the no world. no the actual genghis khan wasn't so i did use z's to get them. Oh. yeah but um all right thank you and we'll talk to you guys soon